0: welcome to stance for health podcast with dr rod and karen worth where becoming healthy is not complicated control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age i have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and karen is a author speaker and longevity coach we've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future start today and take your stance for health this is dance for
1: health and i'm so happy that you've joined us today my name is karen sebastian worth i'm affectionately known as the hope lady And it is my privilege to be here with Dr. Rodney. And we're going to talk about a question that I was asked just this week. You know, we talk a lot about longevity. That is one of our pillars. In fact, we're going to give you the pillars of longevity here at the end of this time together. The question was this, though. Do you live forever? It took me back. And so, Doc and I have been talking about that ever since I got that question. So I want to ask you that, Dr. Remy. Do you want to live forever?
0: Yes, but not in the way that you think. Tell me more. William Wallace once said, we all end up dead. Tell me
1: who William Wallace is again. I know that seems impossible for you to think that I don't know who
0: William Wallace is. Well, So for any of you non-movie watchers over the last... 30 years. <laughs> or
1: that type of movie watchers. Oh,
0: okay. So it's a kick and stab blood and guts movie that it was called Braveheart. Gotcha. It was, he was a Scotsman and that Scotsman was responsible. Who was the
1: main actor in that?
0: It was Mel Gibson.
1: That's right. I was trying to think of his name. Okay, Mel and, Gibson.
0: And so when we consider who he was and what he stood for, he was fighting against tyranny at that point. Against the English, who
1: now this is a spoiler. Someone has not watched it, right? Because he does die. I'm messing up here. Uh,
0: <laughs> you you asked the question, so I'm just trying to give you a best answer here. I'm,
1: I'm I'm just messing with you, Doug.
0: So it's a little bit like people that die quicker. Maybe that's what you were getting at. He actually dies sooner than they than they sh- than we think they should. And the, the reality of it is he says, okay, so you might live a long life. He says we all end up dead. It's just a question of how and why. Every man dies, not every man really lives.
1: Ooh, that's good.
0: Right. So we're not. When you ask me the question, do I want to live forever? It's like, well, I want to live as long as I can effectively and really live when I'm living that amount of time and perfect. as free from disability and disease as possible.
1: I like it. I love it. In fact, that's what we're about. So the word longevity simply means long life, but what is it going to look like? So longevity, we've already said is not living forever because we're afraid to die because at that extreme, you have the people that are doing the freezing their diseased bodies,
0: cryogenic suspension.
1: Yes, so that because one day there will be a cure for their ill, their whatever killed them is killing them to be brought back. We're not talking about that, but we're also embracing our age. We're not talking about ageism. Have you heard the use of that word much, Doc?
0: I hadn't heard that much in this context, in the longevity context?
1: So ageism probably affects women more than men. If you look at actors and actresses, so you have a Robert Redford, let's say, he embraces the wrinkles and the characters that he can play with that and no plastic surgeries, no injections, nothing like that. You put him next to an actress of the same age And they're saying, oh, she looks pretty good for her age. I think the main one I've ever seen with this, and she would joke about it, was Joan Rivers. And she would go on talk shows. She had had so many plastic surgeries. She would joke about it. She was a comedian and she would say, but I am smiling because everything was Botox. And so we're not talking about that either, because we want to embrace our age and be proud of our age. Does that resonate
0: in this context? Absolutely. I think it's great. We embrace our age at the same time. We don't embrace what's often associated with that age.
1: Oh, that's a good point because we have health partners that come in and say, well, how are you doing? And they're like pretty good for
0: 75. A lot of assumptions there.
1: Right. What does 75 look like? The other point Longevity is not a slow death. I think we've got a couple examples of that from our health partners. Do you want to tell us about the one that really stands out every time we talk on this topic?
0: Every time, yeah. I think I've changed the way I ask the questions since. Yes, then. you do. It's saying, "Don't you want to live to be 120?" To somebody, it's saying, "I'm asking them, uh, all right, if you were free from disability and disease." How long would you want to live?
1: So let's back up a minute. So when we started on the longevity soapbox, so to speak, we were looking at Moses, Joshua, and Caleb, and the reality of the fact that Moses lived to 120. He walked up a mountain to die. He looked over, his eyes were clear, and he was 120. So that we used to ask it when we first started. Yeah. Do you want to live to 120 and tell us what right. this particular yeah, health partner is? This
0: particular health partner, and at that point we were still calling them patients because that's just what you call people that go to a doctor's office or any wellness facility. And the reality is patients suggest suffering. And this one, this one in particular, said, I don't want to outlive my kids. And she got really emotional and never came back. But it looks like from uh, from the outside is. Is that by going to your wellness facility, I have to want to outlive my kids. I have to I have to outlive my kids in order to keep coming here.
1: In and, fairness to her, she had a very busy schedule taking care of, she was a sandwich generation. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's like on the caregivers' terms. It's where you're taking care of teenagers and your two sets of parents, her in-laws and her mom and dad. And so that's besides working a full-time job. And so it was like, I don't want to put on my kids what these four people are putting on me and having to take them to the doctors and the constant sense of that. Hmm.
0: Wow, that's really good. Yeah. I had forgotten the circum- the full circumstances. That's, that's great.
1: Yeah. And then another young health partner who is studying to be a nurse. And she basically said, her grandma has dementia headed towards perhaps Alzheimer's does not know who they are, is very pleasant, but is lingering in a state of unconsciousness, so to speak, or not remembering what happened a minute ago with that dementia. And she said, If grandma knew the burden she was placing on us, she would wish that she could go ahead and die and be with Jesus and grandpa.
0: That breaks my heart. Mm. Yeah, especially when you put it that way. Nobody wants to be a, and and that's the motivation, isn't it? Nobody wants to be a burden Mm -hmm. on their family or on society. And that's what we're taught. So let's change our perspective with the hope perspective.
1: Because we have examples in our family and the main one being my dad who made it to almost 102, where he slid into heaven's home base. He sprinted into there.
0: He really did. Now
1: we made him use a walker. He just would grab his little walker and run. And so that's what we want to look at. The power of hope. In healing does, and in longevity, we want to create a rejuvenation lifestyle. Let's define longevity from that perspective. It's from a whole perspective. The way you ask your question now, you reframed it from losing that particular health partner. So now you ask, and you said it earlier, can you repeat that? That was so good.
0: Absolutely. If you were free from disability, or in this case, some form of dementia, right? How long would you want to live if, if you were relatively free from that and you were still effective and you weren't a burden on society? Still
1: effective. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How long would you want to live? And that's what everybody assumes is that that's those are going to be the, the cases with us. In fact, that's how we even figure uh, how much life insurance you need or how exactly. much.
1: How much you need to have insurance you need, millions of dollars because you're going to be on a a life support machine or you're going to need somebody, the full care,
0: Uh, as free from disability as possible.
1: And we have a really good role model with the Blue Zones. So if you're not familiar with the Blue Zones, it's where Dan Butner, a National Geographic person working for them, started studying these areas they used a blue pin to circle the areas where people lived like this. So no disability later in life, they're fulfilling their purpose and they're doing something every day towards that longevity, not just super heroic efforts every once in a while. So in those blue zones, I'm so excited to say that I didn't know it growing up, but my daddy, spent much of his life ministering to people in one of the blue zones, which is the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica. What we want to talk about that is what are the longevity pillars now that we've defined, you no know, disability in later life, fulfilling your purpose.
0: Which is effectiveness, really. Yes. Getting, re- still getting results.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so let's talk about the pillars of longevity that we've defined because resilience is one of the first it's what you take in what your movement is your sleep and your purpose your hope perspective.
0: I like referring to some of our previous podcasts with regard to resilience as as it relates to the tree that the lead branch was restored. Yeah. Yeah. And because we're all capable of that, it's just a question of whether or not you choose that. And that's what stance is about.
1: Yes. Could it be that that person that says, not too bad for 75 has just accepted the norm that my joints should hurt? I should slow down. I should forget things. I mean, maybe they were forgetful their whole lives, but all of a sudden they go, oh, a certain age. And you tell me when that hill is because you get over the hill parties when you turn 30, when you turn 40, when you turn 50, when you turn 60. And for sure on 70, they're giving you the depends. But we went (laughs) just a few weeks ago and had an 80th birthday celebration for your mom.
0: Yeah, and she was walking on heels.
1: Stilettos, not just three-inch heels. I don't even do that. But it's because she's doing these things. So let's put our pillars around what your mom does.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's exercising, doing movement, probably hours a day. Yes. Yeah.
1: For sure every week.
0: Five and six days a week.
1: So she never misses them.
0: Nope.
1: We text her every day.
0: Yeah. And she has, uh, she does have a sense of purpose. Right now, it's caring for my father in law. I mean, my stepfather, I should say. And with that, it's, she has to watch carefully his diet and as a consequence, hers too. They eat lots of fish, salmon, and uh, they don't, they're pretty free from processed food. I don't see them eating a lot of processed food. She makes all, all of her little, she calls them barred bites. She makes them herself. I always used to think they were going to the bar, and it turns <laughs> out she's uh, bringing the bar to them.
1: So yes, I, now I'm, now that I get that. I was like bar bites. Okay, so the other thing about it is that she goes to the chiropractor regularly. Yes, because another one of the longevity pillars is alignment.
0: Once once or twice a month, I think I think she goes once a week yes. but when he's in town because he's he's lives the kind of lifestyle we do too.
1: Yeah, so alignment and good posture. Yes. So I love how Doc's sister, Renee, bought her this sash that said 80 and fabulous. And she put on her blingy top and her lean black pants and her black stilettos. And oh my goodness, I'm going to do a reel on that here yeah. to go along with this podcast because she really looks fabulous. She's not trying to hide her age. She's embracing it, but she's doing the best she can. So we've got that. She goes to the chiropractor. She eats well, drinks a lot of water. She is moving consistently. And what about her resilience, Doc?
0: She had some some kind of a heart irregularity probably five or six years ago now. And it's barely a blip on the radar now. Yeah, because she
1: followed this pattern of living.
0: Right. Yeah. Bounce back and to look at her, I think I feel like I look older than she does. Oh no! Oh no! No no. But now, but she she looks great for for eighty. There's
1: She's embraced that eighty.
0: Nia nigh- wrinkle because she does reasonable sun exposure her whole life.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. yeah, Grew up
1: on a farm, so she's hardworking and has never stopped that. Yeah. She doesn't
0: sit long.
1: No, she doesn't.
0: She She has her
1: little doggy that she takes out of their uh, apartment early in the morning, and she's out there enjoying the blue space because they live in Florida. What about her sleep?
0: I was going to say, she is very deliberate about sleeping Uh, a a fair amount seven to eight hours rarely does it exceed eight
1: and that's that's significant and wrapping it up hope perspective what can you say about your mom regarding oh
0: goodness she's so it's and it would seem like i'm saying i'm using the two terms interchangeably by saying she's positive from a hope perspective i think it's filtered through Hope, the way, she, the way she lives.
1: Hope and yeah. faith.
0: Hope, faith, po- positive. Looking at it from a, it looks like from a heavenly perspective from me, from yeah. my
1: perspective. Yeah. She's always looking for the best. Yep. And so involved in people's lives and so has embraced social media. That's how she connects with the grandkids and with us. I mean, you text her every morning.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: She's just very positive. She's a good role model for us in this topic. Isn't she? Do you want to live forever? Spiritually, we will. And one of the things that happens in the blue zones is that is their faith. They embrace the faith. One of the factors of a hope perspective is embracing faith and community and being a part of something bigger with purpose. We know that we will live forever in eternity. And that's one of the things that the blue zones have in common is that they live long, healthy lives and quick deaths. They do die at 105, 106, 107. If they become ill at all, some of them just go to sleep and wake up and happen, but it's a short, a short little mm-hmm. segment of their life. Yeah. I love this.
0: Me too. Me too. It can't be said enough.
1: I am so excited to be on this journey with you, Dr. Rodney. Likewise, Lady. I've become a longevity coach because I want everyone to feel like I do. In the last seven years, I have de-aged. Now, the march of time has just gone on. Boom, 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 boom. Every birthday, I'm older, but I'm embracing that age and I'm loving it. I can't wait to share more of the longevity pillars with you. Follow us on Instagram. We're there at Stance for Health. But I've also started another Instagram called Rejuvenation Lifestyle, and it is about longevity hacks. What can you do every day in these different longevity pillars that are going to be an investment in a
0: vibrant future? It was good to be with you today.
1: Great right, Conversation. We talk about this stuff all the time. So we just decided, let's just get on here and talk about what makes us move forward. Why do we think it's a good day? And you, my friend, are the purpose that gets us up in the morning. We're so excited that you're listening. If you have any questions, please put them in the comments. Be sure to share and write us a review. That would really help this podcast. We love you.
0: Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If This podcast has been helpful. Please write a review. We'll see you next time.